Thanks for tuning in to episode number 41 of The Brian Oak Show, an episode we're going to call Checking In. I don't know if you've looked around very much lately, but uh, it has um, it's changed outside and inside. All of our worlds have changed radically in the course of just the last couple of weeks. Of course, we'd heard of coronavirus and uh, what COVID-19 weeks and weeks and weeks ago, but it really has come home to roost most recently. Uh, Sean, I'm not sure if you've noticed any changes in your personal life, but um, it's affected mine rather dramatically. Well, I thought I loved my family. No, I do. I do the love my end. No, I, do. I got the it, baby. End. I got it. I got it. I got you. There's nobody who's not. Fi- it's it's like it's like Christmas vacation, except nobody can go anywhere. You can't go sit on Santa's lap. You don't have new toys to play with. You are sitting at home, all staring at each other, and everyone's concerned about the future. Oh, and usually over Christmas vacation, most of the working class doesn't lose their jobs. <laughs> There's that extra stress that might be affecting all of us as well. And Christmas vacation yeah. usually doesn't threaten your life or, you know, threaten to kill the the young or the elderly or the infirm or the compromised. This is a very, very, very difficult time right now. So today's show is going to be about checking in. We're going to talk to two former guests of the podcast to see what the new reality looks like right now. You know, I think a lot of people are hopeful thinking maybe just a few weeks, you know, and then we'll be able to get back to things and really start doing it again. But most of the realistic expectations are significantly longer than that. My wife was originally told that she's not going back to school until March 30th. That has now been extended to early May at the earliest, and they're going to begin distance learning. Um, And in my gut, I know that kids aren't going back to school this year. You know, I've got a niece, Molly, who is wonderful. And this is her senior year. This is supposed to be one of the most fun seasons of her entire youth for her. And that's all been absolute. Now, she had the bad flu a couple of weeks ago. <clears throat> Turns out it was not coronavirus, just the flu. But it's um, it's an ugly time for a lot of people right now. Financial uncertainty. Maybe a little too much togetherness, even though we're doing social distancing. There's only so far away you can get from your family, Sean. That's exactly right. My wife, actually, she's a teacher in the same district as your wife, Colleen, and uh, she was at the school this morning from 7 to 11. Uh, They have come up with laptops for these kids that are in poverty, Um, and uh, I just thought it was amazing that they somehow found a way to make this work. Uh, It sounds like Verizon's doing free hotspots, and so that's helping as well. But uh, they had to have that. Was my wife said it was crazy. Everybody was six feet apart. Everybody did their thing. They handed out the laptops and did all that stuff. But yeah, they. She's I caught her heave crying the other day because she said this is not why I became a teacher. Right. And I love my students. So it's such a strange time right now. Well, and teachers are not like normal people. Like no. they they will go to amazing lengths for their students. And most of us, the thought of being around anywhere between twenty and eighty teenagers or younger at one time (laughs) sounds like a nightmare but teachers flock to it they love it and so my wife is in the same boat she doesn't know what the next few weeks the next few months look like what is distance learning and i think the districts are also struggling to figure out how exactly we're going to do this i mean they're saying attendance is required there will still be tests 
But what, how, yeah, there, there, there's so many questions, and that's just the kids, the adults out there, the servers, the part-time workers. In addition to this podcast, I had two part-time jobs that I'm now laid off of both of them, but rightfully so. One's a record store, one's a liquor store, and you don't, you just, you shouldn't be around those. If the whole flattening the curve thing, I'm, I'm usually one to sort of poo-poo the people who get real severe about anything like this. This one I'm on board with. Like I, you and I, we're not quite six feet apart. John. Uh, it's pretty close. Yeah. I should have brought the tape measure like I did in our first week. <laughs> so today on the, the Brian Oak Show, episode 41, we are checking in um, with a couple of one, a musician, one, a local entrepreneur, both in, in, immediately and in, unbelievably impacted by the current situation we find ourselves in. We'll be talking to Katie Vernon and a little later on, Jared Brewington, local entrepreneur. Uh, they've both been guests on the shows before, and they're both wonderful people. And I guess to me, again, but this podcast is about the stories of the people that make this community and our lives and how we are impacted and influenced. And I, you know, woke up this morning and I, I, there was a jumble of emotions. You know, there are certain things I'm very happy about. There are certain things that I'm utterly despondent about. It's just, it's a weird, weird time for everyone right now. And then I came across this song and for about three minutes and 40 seconds or however long it is, I felt Amazing, And so I want to pass this on to you. We're going to go back to John Prine's 1971 self-titled debut with a song that, well, yes, you could say it's arguably about social distancing, uh, at least in the final chapter, but it's also about finding wisdom and breathing and taking a little time for yourself. He was a level-headed dancer on the road to alcohol, and I was just a soldier on the way to Montreal. Well, she pressed her chest against me About the time the jib box broke Yeah, she gave me a peck on the back of her neck And these are the words she spoke Blow up your TV Throw away your paper Go to the country Build you a home Plant a little garden Eat a lot of peaches Try and find on your own Well, I sat there at the table And I acted real naive For I knew that topless lady Had something up her sleeve Well, she danced around the bar room And she did the hoochie-coo Yeah, she sang her song all night long up your TV, throw away your paper, go to the country, build you a home, plant a little garden, eat a lot of peaches, try and find Jesus on your own. This very day we've been living our way Here is the reason why We blew up our TV Threw our paper 
Went to the country Built us a home Had a lot of children Fed them on peaches They all found Jesus On their own It starts out in a low place and ends up in a very bright and wonderful place, which hopefully is something we're all going to go through. You know, in my social media postings, I have been saying that, you know, you have to go out and buy, a, if you can, if you have the means, buy a gift card to your favorite hair salon, your favorite record store, your favorite restaurant, and then utilize them. Or on the far side of this, when we all come together, you know, it, there's going to be a brighter day, but it does require some work and some effort. And there are so many people right on the margin that are in peril right now. Yes, I know we're all getting a Corona bonus or whatever it is. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's just it's it's not the same thing. But by the way, speaking of uh, Buster's on 28th, an incredible local restaurant, a mere three blocks from my home, jumped on board the Brian Oak Show podcast to support it. And then two days later, we're told, oh, you can't be open anymore. So I figured, well, bye. Um, <laughs> but they so far have been very good and they're doing very, very well. In fact, they went from just doing lunch and dinner to being open from like 11 to 8 now. Bustersontwentieth.com is their website. And yes, they are a wonderful destination. Incredible ambiance. A very cool location right there on the corner of 28th and 42nd very close to it, they pride themselves on beer and wine, and they have an incredible selection of both, but right now you can't go in there and have drinks, but their food there is exquisite. It's fantastic. I had a sandwich there a couple weeks ago. Did you know what they're trying to approve right now? Uh Uh-uh. They're trying to see if, they're going right to Tim Walls with it, they're trying to see if you can get beer and wine to go. OMG. Yes. Really? I'm like, that would be brilliant if they allowed that. Because I know that a lot of uh, restaurants like that, they're, they're uh, split in revenue between food and beer, you know, liquor, wine. Mm-hmm. It tends to be about 50-50 or maybe 60% food, whatever it happens to be. But it would be so nice if they took care of people that way. It would be very nice. And keeping these businesses alive, you know, I mean, granted, almost every one of these places has had to lay off a tremendous number of people, as we talked about with Aaron from uh, Electric Fetus. But if we keep these places alive and thriving, when we're on the other side of this, they'll have jobs to go back to, right? I mean, that's the important part. We have to help them. Also, Buster's, I had been there probably two or three dozen times in my life because they're just down the street. I had never gone early in the day, and I went there for brunch not long before they had to shutter. And I had something called a breakfast slider, English muffin, peanut butter, fried egg, and ham. Another English muffin with peanut butter on that side, and it was delectable. It was, and that was just what. And then the hash browns. So few places get hash browns right. I can't get my head around why that is, but so few places get hash browns right. So in any event, thank you very much to Buster's. Check them out at Buster's uh, on Twenty Eighth. That's two eight Buster's on Twenty Eighth dot com. And Sean, real quickly before we check in with Katie Vernon here, you work for Diner Realty. This has got to be a trying time in real estate. It is. I mean, the interesting thing is I think the people that had a plan a few months ago are still uh, still working through it. I just had a house sell last weekend, and we're just wrapping up the closing stuff for that coming up on the 16th. I have another friend who is listing, but they're now going to wait till April 16th or 17th 
uh, just because it's, you know, a lot of people are having a tough time uh, getting to places to view them. We, we, uh, Edina Realty is not allowing any open houses right now. Yeah. But you can go do showings. We just, we as realtors are bringing Purell with us. Of course. And asking people not to touch the furniture and the countertops or anything else. Yeah. making a very sanitary experience peek in through the window if you would please (laughs) Uh, but i mean but it's also true that because of the current economic situation that interest rates are at almost historic that's exactly that's what my wife she said she said people should still buy yeah because of the interest rates and not only that but by the time you get through this process and go to closing hopefully we'll be on the other side of this or at least close to it it usually takes you know sixty to ninety days for uh, between the time you go look for a house, find the house, get through all the the detail work, and then finally get to close. If we're not done with this in ninety days, will you please just at least you don't have to come over to the house, but will you at least call someone to come and just put a blanket over my corpse? <laughs> because if we're not done in ninety days, this shit is over. Um, how do people get a hold of you? Six one two eight five nine two five nine four. Uh, I just want to say quickly that a portion of my sales go to the Warming House, a nonprofit music venue who's getting killed right now yeah. because of this, that they obviously can't do events in that space right now. So please consider donating to the Warming House. Go to the warminghouse.net. Uh, I'm going to be donating there, and then I will give uh, a one-year membership for two that will be good once they open their doors again. Well, and, and that I think that, that applies to anybody. If you have a neighborhood haunt that you go to, if you have, maybe you go to a skateboard shop, maybe you go to a nail salon, maybe you go to a knife fighting academy, whatever the case <laughs> may be. <laughs> buy, buy, if you have the means right now and you're still employed and you're still getting paid, buy gift cards. Keep these places alive because we are going to get through this and we're going to have to have something to do and places to go on the other side of it. So please do that if you can. Yesterday I watched, uh, maybe it was yesterday or the day before, I might have my facts not entirely right, but I watched an online performance by our guest uh, who we're about to talk to right now, Katie Vernon. And she's been a guest on this show before. She is British by birthright and Minnesotan by choice, which I'm not sure I entirely understand. Uh, But she is a wonderful musician. And we have her on the line right now. Katie, how are you? (laughs) Hello. Speaking of English muffins, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) That was perfect. Oh, that was ideal. We're we're getting that on the soundboard at some point like that. Katie, I'm okay, but you know this is a hard time for everybody, and I know that you mm-hmm. are a working musician, and you now yeah. basically can't go out and about, you can't congregate, but I know that so yeah. many musicians, so many musicians are doing things online, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's increasing your bottom line or allowing you to survive the current situation. How do you feel right now? What is it like for you day to day? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, like everybody, it's it's overwhelming and it's kind of shifting every day. And um, some days, uh, you know, just definitely feel worse than the day before. And that's um, very hard to keep, you know, keep being optimistic. Um, I'm the kind of person who always thinks, okay, well, you know, I'll just get through this and then, you know, the the next thing will be better. And um, hasn't felt like that lately. Um, So what I'm doing is weekly, uh, well, I would say podcast, but that's your arena. What I'm doing is just kind of virtual concerts, um, streaming to Facebook and Instagram. And, um, 
you know, letting people know that they can um, send in uh, donations if they want. But um, I'm really hesitant to kind of hammer that home too hard because it just, you know, everybody's, you know, suffering and going through job losses. Um, but it helps me have something at least to plan for. And that, you know, I get goofy with it. I, you know, sing with a boa on or, you know, a, a Madonna um, jacket that I made as an homage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Silly things like that, you know. But uh, one of those concerts um, kind of replaces one gig's income almost. And um, just within the first week of, of this whole situation, um, you know, I had eight gig cancellations. And, Ooh. and didn't, didn't, you have a European, every day. didn't you have a European tour planned as well? Yeah, my UK tour um, was really hinging um, on a big ukulele fest, um, which is usually the end of May this year. It was going to be in June. Um, and when the cancellation officially came through for that last week, um, I knew that it was just a matter of time before, you know, the other events I had planned over there would cancel. So I just had to make the decision myself to cancel the whole tour. And um, sure enough, just a few days later, some of the other UK gigs um, fell through. So, yeah, it's hugely disappointing. I'd say on a personal level, the hardest thing is just having loved ones far away. Um, You know, for me, that's in the UK. But, you know, really for anybody, it's just it's hard not being able to just see each other and if you know if something really serious happens with loved ones i can't i can't even go you know and see them so right that's been that's been the toughest part well um, for for you as a gigging musician as a working mm-hmm. musician who does this for a living it's got to be frustrating but i want you to know on the other side even though a lot of us are facing privation or going through very difficult times or even people who are being you know that are still just doing fine they're making money they're just stuck at home with their family Everyone's going a little stir crazy already. And so the number of musicians like yourself who are doing these live in-home concerts, it is right now. I mean, my biggest concern more than people's financial health, and I know that that's a massive concern. My concern, you know, just from firsthand experience being at home and and talking to the few people I've talked to is people's mental health. And, you know, music for me has always been the best drug. You know, I can't make music, mm-hmm. but man, do I listen to a lot of it. And I've been listening even more of it <laughs> lately. Um, but so to be able to watch someone with your warmth and charisma and your talent to the other night I watched you, um, to watch you play <laughs> songs and to play a show, I mean, that, you know, it's not like people are hiding from the realities of the day, but people have right. to have an oasis, right? They have to have somewhere to go yeah. and to feel better. Well, and it, it goes both ways, you know. I mean, I, you know, there's a difference between just kind of humming along or singing in your shower. You know, when I'm, uh, you know, doing a virtual concert, I sing louder, you know, than I would just around the house. I, you know, I actually perform and you feel that. I always kind of think, I wonder if this is what people feel like when they exercise. I mm. wouldn't know that feeling as well. But, you know, it gets my endorphins going. Um, you know, it, it literally like breathes, you know, some life back into me. And mm-hmm. um, I just love doing it. And um, I feel lucky that I've had enough gigs under my belt where I know I'm musical wallpaper I know no one's really listening and so you have to kind of learn those coping mechanisms of really just singing for yourself and enjoying the music for its own sake and that comes in really handy when you're literally just singing to a screen um 
because you have to just kind of keep going and keep performing, even if you're not getting that immediate, you know, kind of reaction of a, of a live audience. And, you know, I can see the comments scroll up when I do it and that's lovely. And, um, you know, it's been fun to, to have people say, can you sing this song? And I'm like, sure, next week I'll sing like a prayer by Madonna. You know, why not? You mm-hmm. know, on a ukulele, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> so, um, it really gives me, you know, I mean, I woke up the first time I did it, you know, last week, I woke up and actually thought, oh, I have something, you know, I have something really fun to do today. And, um, you know, it just breaks up kind of however many Netflix shows you can watch and how much you can look at Twitter and just worry about the world. You uh, know, it gives you something fun to look forward to. I don't want to interrupt you, but I believe that when we talked, mm-hmm. when I contacted you right before we started recording this episode of the Brian Oak Show, we're talking to Katie Vernon, by the way, you were <laughs> rocking a little Nick Cage and National Treasure. Is oh, that right? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. So here's the weird thing. I can't stand Nicolas Cage, but I love, <laughs> I love the sort of uh, unraveling of American history and his enthusiasm for it. I like every, they're, yeah. they're so rote and they are so predictable and they are so Hollywood. <laughs> I love every National Treasure movie. They they are pretty amazing. And, you know, my kids laugh because they're like, Mom, is this all you know about American history? <laughs> like, do you think this is all real? I'm like, yeah, I do. I do actually think it's all real. Yeah, Ben Franklin and um. the Illuminati <laughs> and the Freemasons. I think we all know right. what's happening there. Not only, uh, exactly. Katie, this is Sean, uh, not only are you Hi. not musical wallpaper, but... In my household, I took my cell phone and I mirrored it to the big screen 52-inch TV. And while my wife and son were doing a puzzle, (laughs) we were all watching our friend Katie Vernon on the big screen. It was so cool. It threw the speakers and it sounded fantastic. (laughs) Well, And I I wanted to say that I, I, I value humility in a fellow human being more than almost anything else. Calling Katie Vernon musical wallpaper, even if it's Katie <laughs> Vernon calling Katie, or, uh, I, it, it, it's simply it's simply not true. You are a oh, wonderful you're, songwriter. You're very sweet. No. Well, you know, I've played shows at the airport. I've played shows in a library. It's, uh, you know, I don't understand musicians who are not humble. I'm like, what things have you been doing? Because um, <laughs> I've, I've learned a lot of humility along the way. But, um, no, it's been amazing. And, you know, I, I was hesitant to actually even put up a PayPal or a Venmo link when I was first thinking about doing this because, you know, I... I knew that, you know, musicians are just going to be the first wave of this. You know, first it's the musicians, then it's the servers, you know, then it's, um, you know, my husband just lost his job this week. You know, anyone connected really? with schools who's not essential, yeah. you know, it's going to just be this, um, you know, kind of domino effect of everybody. So the last thing I wanted to do was say, you know, please support me, you know, at this time. But um, I do feel like you said, you know, some people do still have some um, some income or some savings and maybe they're in an industry that isn't going to, you know, kind of feel the financial effects of this, although we're all feeling it, you know, in some ways. And if you want to, you know, um, support, like you said, restaurants are so important. We can't let those slip away, you know. So whatever you can do, I do think that it's kind of a win-win. I have had lovely uh, messages from people saying, you know, that a musical break in their day, you know, really kind of turned their day around or just made them laugh, you know, and um, that's what I'm trying to do is just bring some joy. So, 
Trust me, when when, when we started doing this <laughs> podcast and I thought about starting a Patreon, which we do have, patreon.com slash Brian Oak Show, I felt very yeah. conspicuous about asking people to give money yeah. to something they'd never heard before and had no idea what it was going right. to be other than the fact they knew who I was. It I, it still doesn't really set well with me. And, you know, again, but yeah. it, people don't have to break the bank. Like, if people enjoy you and they enjoy your music, you know, if they can throw a few bucks at you every time they see one of these things online, yeah. most people have have three or four or five dollars laying around and if enough right. people are watching and do that it can help offset as you said the loss of a gig or two gigs yeah. or whatever so yeah. how often do you plan on doing these live uh, and so i guess my point there is i don't want you to feel bad about that because <laughs> yeah, one, one, one of the things one of the things that sean and i believed in is that when we you know when we get back to these live events for our patreon members because right now obviously live events are kind of put on hold <laughs> yeah. um is right. we refuse to have an artist not get paid like i believe that there is much like there's value in going and buying a sandwich at a store or going and getting a tattoo or going and getting a haircut there is value in the art that you create so i don't want you to feel guilty about that and i think it's it's okay to ask now again people aren't going to do it if they can't afford it and while a lot of people are are going through privation (laughs) there are people who can afford it so when where where do people what's the best place for people to go to find out and stay on top of what's happening with katie vernon and katie vernon's music and especially if they're like well shit yeah i'd like to watch katie vernon play live what's the best place for them to get updates on that um so i'm doing it right now um every wednesday at 3 p.m and i'm doing it at 3 because i am very much um doing this also for friends and family in the uk um so i wanted to make it nice and early for them so they can watch Mm -hmm. and um so it's every wednesday at 3 and i'm streaming it from my instagram so that's just Katie Vernon Music. Um, Katie is with a Y, like Katy Perry. Right. Um, and then, I hate to have to say that, but she's a lot more famous than I am. That's okay. And then, um, <laughs> and then also on my Facebook music page. So those are both public you know, pages that people can follow. And um, on Facebook, it's just Katie Vernon Music. So they're both easy to find. And it's every Wednesday at 3. Well, and so and I, um, I'm hoping to somehow get it on YouTube too, but I'm running out of devices that I can use. <laughs> right. All my devices are quite old, so well, they can't keep up. Long before, <laughs> long before we entered this current worldwide pandemic and this uncharted territory we haven't been in it was already sort of an uphill road i think for most musicians and the best way that i found is because very very few musicians are getting paid for selling records that being said music is still for sale and merchandise is still for sale and you know much like i said go buy a gift certificate for a tattoo you can get later or a haircut you can get later or a sandwich (laughs) that you or you can give a gift card to someone you know who is lost their income if people want to, I mean, do you have merchandise? you have music? People can go buy that stuff? Yeah, everything is on my website. So katievernon.com. And I've got a merch page, which actually has um, a bunch of handmade stuff, too. I make jewelry. So you can get kind of a one-of-a-kind necklace made by me. Um, and then there's links, you know, to buy if you want to get hard copies of CDs. They're all on there. Um, and then I'm all over Bandcamp too. So Bandcamp, Katie Vernon um, has, if you want to buy it digitally. And um, it was funny, someone on our neighbor page, you know, whatever those next door neighbor apps are, oh, yeah. um, said, support your local musicians in this time of need. Please stream them, stream them on Spotify. Nope. And I was like, 
thank you. No, but, no, <laughs> no, thank you. Um, that doesn't really put that much money in our pockets. Um, is, in three months' time, I'll get two cents maybe for And, and Venmo is um, better that, than. Katie, Venmo is better than PayPal too, right? Because there's no fees with Venmo. So they go to Katie Vernon Music on Venmo if they want to donate to you. Yes. And you you can do either. You know, the thing is, if you want to do PayPal, it's good to do friends and family. And if you give me a dollar, I'll be your friend. So Perfect. that's always good. I got a dollar. I mean, I'm not a lot of them, but I've got a dollar. Hey, coming up next, we're going to talk to a local entrepreneur, restaurateur, and just an amazing guy, Jared Brewington. But before we get to that, I just want to say, Katie, I wish you the best of luck through all this. I'm sorry to hear about Thank your husband's you. job, and I know that this is a, a, an unprecedented trying time for so many of us, but I yeah. genuinely believe every morning after I'm done with my daily shower heave cry that things are going to be okay i wish i was joking about that better yeah you know i think everyone's going to come out of this kinder i i think it would be almost impossible to lose you know the humanity and the really deep kind of connections that we're all thinking about right now and so i hold on to that you know i think that if we don't come out of this kinder then i have no idea what well, people got uh, out of this situation then then the, the future days are darker than we even might have predicted <laughs> katie yeah. vernon, vernon thank you very much and it's wonderful yeah, to talk to you. you uh tell me very quickly about this song that yeah. we're going to hear as we say goodbye to you but we will absolutely talk to you on the other side of all this craziness tell me about mm-hmm. this song Sounds good. Yeah, this song is called In Your Shoes, and it was um, inspired by my youngest daughter when she was going through kind of a rough time. And I thought, gosh, you know, what do you say? Like, how can any of us help each other through things? And I thought, you know, sometimes all you can say is I'm here for you. And, um, you know, I've been through tough times, too, and we'll get through it. So it seemed appropriate. All right. Well, uh, again, it's Katie Vernon. Is it katievernonmusic.com or katievernon.com? Just katievernon.com. That is K-A-T-Y, like Katy Perry, which, by the way, I'd never be embarrassed about that <laughs> comparison if I were you. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Katie Vernon, V-E-R-N-O-N.com. Uh, Katie, yeah. best of luck. Stay healthy. Wash your hands. Fantastic. And don't forget to check <laughs> her out every Wednesday at 3 p.m. through her social media outlets to see her music live. Katie, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Stay safe. Bye-bye. You soft place to fall. Oh, I'll never give up on you You told me you won't give up on me too
music of Katie Vernon on The Brian Oak Show, episode 41, called Checking In. And I believe the checking in is going to be the theme of at least these next couple podcasts, but maybe for the foreseeable future, since I don't want to ask anybody to come down to our studio, Sean, even though the Smart Start MN studios are clean and wiped down on the regular every time we're here. Right now, social distancing is actually important for flattening the curve, right? I think it absolutely is. And it sounds like... It's kind of creepy, but you saw that they they did a study and analysis of the cell, of cell phone locations. Yep, and they figured out that Minnesotans are doing very well with staying apart. It's creepy that they know where we are at all times. <laughs> that part I don't dig, but I do dig the fact that Minnesotans seem to be taking it as seriously as possible. And holy shit, when did you hang a DVD copy <laughs> of Eddie and the Cruisers I'm on the so wall? I'm so glad while you were outside, I hung the copy of Eddie and the Cruisers on the wall. So what's weird is up until <laughs> yesterday, just yesterday I got laid off from my second part-time job, which is at Mill City Sound, an incredible record store in Hopkins. We weren't having anybody in from the public, but we were working on a massive reorg down in the vault, as they call it, more than 75,000 albums down there. We were talking about that soundtrack, Eddie and the Cruisers, and that they can't keep it in stock. There is this weird fanatic cultist thing about it that they can't keep it and i just looked up and saw that you hung that dvd on the wall well they have some kind of weird rights issue where it's not on like apple movies right it's not on amazon no, it's you not can't on, find it no anywhere. and so i i ordered it for four dollars i got it and it's in great shape <laughs> all right before we talk to our next guest on checking in because that's what we're doing we're checking in with former guests i mean this is episode 41 already which is kind of mind-boggling if you think about the fact that we've only been doing this for three or four months um and we're going to talk to Jared Brewington in just a moment, but first, before we do, I do want to thank the first sponsor that ever jumped on board with the Brian Oak Show. That would be Smart Start MN. They are Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. What does that mean? It means that you basically have a mini breathalyzer in your car, and if you should find yourself in a situation where you've lost your license, where you are no longer allowed to drive because you were busted drinking and driving, which, A, don't ever drink and drive, but if you do, these are the people you you call we know mike and we know ed very well they're good guys they're lawyers they're the ones who founded this whole thing they're not one of the interlopers who have since come to minnesota they're one of us they're well two of us i guess technically but they are good guys they're music heads they are fun they're interesting and they do a great job and they can get you back into your vehicle for so much less than you would imagine and much much sooner than you would imagine what's the best way to get a hold of them if you go to uh if you go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Elk Show, that's the best way to do it because then uh, we actually get a little credit, just a little bit of credit for but, telling you about it. And, and we're not, I mean, we don't need accolades by no. any means, but we want them to know that you listen to the Brian Oak Show. So maybe you're too smart to get a Dewey and maybe you're too smart to drink and drive, but I'll bet there's someone in your life who's not family, friend, distant relative, friend of a friend of a friend. You passing that word along about Smart Start MN. Man.com goes a very long way to helping keep the Brian Oak Show alive and kicking. Absolutely. We've had Ed Cohen on the show, but I want to have Mike Friedberg on the show, too. He's a massive Beatles fan. He's not, uh, he's not only a music fan. He he will appear on my social media feed every once in a while. He might be one of the most snide and sardonic <laughs> yes, people I've ever yes, met. Yeah. And I say that with great admiration. To me, that's a compliment. It absolutely is. He picks his spots, whereas most people are just like, Bleh! on everything you ever post. <laughs> he waits, and he waits, and he, but then all of a sudden... 
like a cobra. He strikes. Little jab, little jab. Right <laughs> yeah. No, he's very good at it. We will definitely have him on. We're going to talk to more sponsors. We're going to talk to more former guests as we move forward with the Brian Oak Show. Episode 41 right now. And today we check in with one of my favorites. A few years ago, I had the pleasure of meeting this man and then ran into him a few months later. Then he started a restaurant called Funky Grits. Then... For I, I don't I can't think of another restaurant or food item that got ex- not only accepted into the Minnesota State Fair within their first year, but was widely touted as the greatest new addition to the Minnesota State Fair that year that they first got inducted and now has moved on to a totally new venture. Unfortunately, it's food related, so he's facing the same challenges that many people are in these unprecedented times. One, Jared Brewington. Mr. Brewington, how are you, my friend? I'm good, brother. How are you today? I'm okay, man. I mean, you know, like all of us, every day it seems to get weirder. The shape seems to change, um, and nobody is really certain about the future. You know, we all want to be hopeful, right? We're all optimistic. We're hoping for the best out of the scenario. But, you know, this looks like it's probably a matter of months more than weeks at this point. Again, I'm not an epidemiologist. I'm not a scientist. I am not any of those things. I'm a guy who just can't ever stop talking in his rich, deep, baritone voice. Um, but And so, you know, I, I guess like you, like everybody else, whether they're musicians, they're servers, they're entrepreneurs, they're restaurateurs, they're small business owners, they are teachers, they're whoever. I don't know, man. I'm not really sure how I am, but I'm trying to keep upbeat as I know that that's one of your main mantras, right? It is. It is. However, you know, we can't even say moving target right now because it's a microscopic virus. However, we are just trying to go with where our health leaders are, follow the science, follow the data, Always. not get caught up in the Facebook weird uh, uh, vinegar gargles and, and, and kind of buckle up. And I'm trying to be a little little lighthearted about something that's that's quite serious right now, especially in, in our industry. Uh, as a small business owner and entrepreneur, that's one thing, but I'm also in the food service industry and in the hospitality industry, and that's been affected uh, in a monstrous way nationwide. And, 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 I, and just, well, As I said in the first part of the show is in this time for people who have the means, I know a lot of people have been shut down, but for for people who still have the means, whether they are being paid to stay at home, whether they are working from home, whether they have a nice little egg they're sitting on, whatever the case may be, this is the time when those of us who can should do buy gift certificates to your favorite tattoo parlor, your nail salon, your get get pickup to go from your favorite restaurant, because so many people have been laid off that we need to make sure on the other side of this that these businesses, these things that literally form our communities are still healthy enough that they can bring many of those people back on the other side of this. This is an unprecedented situation. None of us know what this looks like. Now, before we talk about you and your specific situation, I understand that you're doing your own kind of social distancing right now. Is it true that I'm talking to you while you're in the woods? I am in the woods at home. We do have uh, a residence that's a a couple miles from the city. We we live west of the cities and and our farm, we have some, some woods and I've been doing some tree cleaning the beauty of our the nature that we live in has some downside which is the beautiful trees sometimes die and with that we have to drop them down cut them up make gigantic fires and i got a two 24-hour fires going on right now and with this work i make good use of my time with maker's mark and surly furious and summit extra pale ale 
So the work doesn't go on unrewarded. That's my guy right there, Jared Brewington, by the way. That is my guy. <laughs> Plus, I'll tell you that as a lifelong camper, you know, I was a Boy Scout from the time I was a kid. My parents always took us camping. I've been a camping I've been a camping enthusiast my entire adult life. Is there anything that smells better than a campfire? If there is, I don't know what with the possible exception of my mandarin patchouli beard oil. There's nothing that <laughs> smells better. There's nothing that smells better than the smoke off a campfire. If you're like, oh, now my clothes are going to smell like smoke. I'm like, you lucky MRFer. Because you know what? I, I love that smell so much. So you're out in the woods right now. You're getting a little work done. But let's talk about this. So Funky Grits experienced some outrageous success. You decided to move away from that particular model. And I know that Funky Grits has, I mean, there are still things in the works that are very, very good for you as regards the Funky Grits brand, yeah? There are, yeah. It, it, it didn't go without finding some exciting new opportunities and outlets that, that were a little slow, more a little more slow moving than the, the restaurant itself or mm-hmm. the brand. Uh, there's There's been some painstakingly solid foundation laying and and with that uh, we hope in the very near future that we'll be able to excite uh, the people once again with some things under that name Uh, and and then in the meantime we started our uh, new concept Thigh Times Birdhouse as like a chicken thigh in the North Loop Galley downtown we opened in December Um, currently we're in a bit of a pause mode just due to some of the health concerns that we are all dealing with right now and with that we're we're just we want to make sure our employees were were good and, and safe right uh, uh some some are some of our employees have have had concerns where an employment scenario was in their best interest right and then for the for the safety of my staff and and just not knowing what was going on we decided a couple of weeks ago or sun, sunday the i think it was the fifth Fifteenth, uh, we decided to pause until we could understand more, and then uh, the galley, the the food hall that we are in, with four uh, three other restaurants. Uh, as of four days from now, we will be stopping the takeout uh, and delivery until May first, just because. Again, we don't know with all the data every day. We follow. Governor Walsh, who has been very, very poised and, and articulate in, in, in helping disseminate information. Wonderful. Sheriff Dave Hutchinson has been a, a daily solid, solid force who's just been there in the law enforcement and, and care for people side. And as a Hennepin County representative, you know, that were my businesses to, to keep everyone informed. So I wanted to make sure that my employees were safe. And, and as an entrepreneur or business owner, I, I don't, I don't want to put this focus on, on us here as business owners who are having issues with where our revenues are. It's our employees and our staff right now. They're hurting. Uh, Some of the state uh, allowances through unemployment insurance, some of the, uh, our our House and Senate chamber making some allowances for for businesses when it comes to sales tax. That's that's, that's good, but we're concerned about our staff. Some of my colleagues have had to, uh, you know, lay off 200 people, 190 people, uh, the, these aren't these aren't owner concerns. These are worker concerns. I have a lot more staff, bartender, server friends than I do restaurant owner friends, and they're going through life just like everyone else is. But they were living uh, paycheck to paycheck. A lot of restaurant owners were living, you know, weekend to weekend. And uh, again, I, it's more about these the, the staff that, that we care about and making sure that they're taken care of. And they have children. They have childcare costs. Is the government's 
uh, federal side, uh, are, are these subsidies or, or assistance packages going to help them in enough time? And after that, where do we find ourselves? So we're every day trying to find out what the new mandate is, but we're also trying to find out what the next safety measure is. And it's, it's scary. So all of the camaraderie and togetherness has been beautiful, but it's still on uncertain times. Well, and I think that's what we're doing with the podcast for at least the next couple, maybe few episodes is checking in because these are unprecedented times. This is terrifying. And like you, I have a large number of friends who are in the service industry or who are hairstylists or whatever your individual thing may be that is now sort of indefinitely put on hold. And let's hope that these stopgap measures that everyone is talking a lot about, but let's hope they get to market. Let's hope they hope they get to people. Let's hope that there is some forgiveness when it comes to rental payments or mortgages or utilities. Let's hope that there is more human kindness as a result of this. So um, let me know, Jared, uh, just because I know we're going to come out on the other side of this. And, you know, most of us are going to be here. And, and uh, just I, w- I want to know what tell me the name of your business and the name of the food hall downtown. And I know that you're going to stop yeah. curbside service soon, but people can probably still go online. They can probably still buy gift certificates. My whole advocacy when it comes to the restaurant end of the thing or the food end of the thing is... If you have the means, buy the gift certificates now. Give them to your friends who are in need or save them for the other side because you will go out and use them. But we have to keep business alive right now so that when we're on the other side of this, they can hire these people back. They can bring back their dedicated staff, the staff they truly love, the staff that love doing what they did that are now sitting on their asses like everybody else. How do people find what you do for a living, who you are, and how do they get to your website? Well, we are thightimesbirdhouse.com. Thigh like your leg. It's a, chicken, it's a chicken joint. And we are part of the North Loop Galley right on Washington. We're between bunkers and freehouse. Mm-hmm. So in the North Loop Galley, there's Thigh Times Birdhouse, Soul Fu, S-O-U-L-F-U, which is a fusion restaurant that does uh, Southeast Asian and some Creole uh, 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 hodgepodge is beautiful, wonderful plating and, and, and delicious combinations. And then there's rectangle Detroit style pizza and Ono Hawaiian plates. And uh, the North Loop Galley opened in December. You know, we're excited to be a part of the the neighborhood. And while opening in the in the winter, getting ready for spring and having this this pause, you know, we're we're really geared up to find out humanity for one find out how we can survive it as businesses and employers and then we get back to the love you know uh, i appreciate you wanting to know who where we are and and inviting us to us all to support where we are Uh, i want everyone to be safe and think and be cognizant of some of the health measures right now we got to buckle down and just be safe and sound and just be smart about our movements uh we're gonna try our very damnedest to freaking stay alive we're the most we're the most Stubborn people in the in, in, in business, these these restaurateurs, uh, the cooks, the chefs, the waiters, uh, the servers, the whole wait staff. I meant to say, and and, and the bar staff. Uh, we we really really believe that it's us against the world in a loving way because we're servants by nature, and we go in an industry where some might feel it's thankless, but we find camaraderie and family, and we're 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 trying to hold together right now, and I just want to make it. Uh, clear that if, if we all can focus on the health part, we can get back to work and then we can get back to serving you all, showing you love through food and craft cocktails and good suds. 
and, 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 and be back to where we were, which is supporting each other in a, in a servant-based effort. Know That's the, the end of it all. We want to be together. Know this, Jared Bruinton. The second that the social distancing is over, I am kissing you on the fucking mouth, okay? <laughs> Just know that, all right? I, I grew a beard, and now your, your, your velvet voice and your, your scrubby beard will mess with mine, and we'll Velcro together, oh. and that'll be a beautiful thing. We might, be, we might be stuck there forever. <laughs> hey, Jared, uh, thank you very much, man. Um, your positivity and your vision and the brightness of your ways, you know, I wanted to have you come into the studio, but right now, this really is the thing to do. We have to be social distancing. Sean, Sean is in here without pants on right now. He's porky pig in it, and I'm trying to ask him to be a little safer. Um, but one day on the other side of this, we are going to sit down and talk, and then we will come over to uh, your place, and we will eat chicken thighs because that sounds delicious, and I'm actually starving right now, and the only thing I've had in the last 24 yet. hours is ramen. I'm going to have you come to my farm because we're going to have a post-COVID cook-it-all party here and i've been talking to some of my chef friends and we're gonna have a we're gonna have an ass kicker here uh okay uh, you heard it here on episode 41 <laughs> of the brian oak show sean and i just got an invite yep. so if i find if i see shit on social media about that party that i wasn't invited to jared we're gonna have words that kiss might be off all right uh be You'll well see my... it in your dms brother <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> seriously, my brother, be well and be good and keep doing what you're doing. And apparently now, in addition to entrepreneur, restaurateur, raconteur, we now have to add lumberjack to the list of accolades of Jared Brewington. Uh, before we say goodbye, I want to thank AudioQuip.com. I want to thank Sean Bernard. Sean, thank you very much. You bet, thank you. You risked your actual life to sit in I this did. room with me today. Although maybe I risk my life <laughs> if you true. think about it. Porky hey, Jared, Jared, before we say goodbye, we're going to leave with a song. This is going to be our outro song that you picked. I want you to tell me about why this song is the one you wanted to hear, and that's how we're going to call it a show. It's The Good Life by Devin Gilfillian. This song just represents those moments in time. If we're realists, we know we won't always have human connection and and beautiful social balance, but when you can express it in music and, and lyrics like this, nothing to it but to float. Love you, Jared. Take care, man. Thanks, everybody, for listening to The Brian Oak Show. So far away, making castles in the sand. Everyone a different shade, but everybody was the same. When the lion kissed the lamb, so it seems in my dreams. May it be, I'm talking about that good life. All the doors were left unlocked 
remember when the bank got sold and everybody took their gold and everybody helped each other. Ooh, so it seems in my dreams, may it be I'm talking about that good Talking about that good life 